Woods Podcast. We continue the train from nowhere story. We left off with Steve, Emily, and Azor resting after nearly drowning in the lake after Clinton and his goons had sent the wagon into the lake. But luckily, Bucky was there with them to save them. Now, they've got to try to find their items so they can get them back to Lyris. After they rested for a bit, they started walking back the direction they had come from. After a little walking, they came upon a small house. There was a lady outside chopping some wood. The group approached her. She was a very thin lady with a worn face. She had some muscle tone in her upper body, though, and she seemed to be all alone. Hello, I'm Steve, and this is Emily and Azor. We're trying to catch some thieves that stole some items from us. We're looking for some horses to catch them more quickly. Do you happen to have any horses? Well, hello there. I'm Selena, and I do have some horses. But I don't just let anybody who comes here to take horses. Well, we just wanted to borrow some, and we will bring them back. We truly will. And maybe we could chop some of your wood as payment for borrowing your horses. She thinks about it for a minute and then says, Chopping? Yes, I like chopping. I like chopping wood. If you could help me do more wood, I would have more wood for the winter. Do you have any extra axes for us to use? Yes, I have many axes because I like to chop and like to chop with different axes. Steve, Emily, and Azer begin helping Selena chop wood after she gave them each an axe. Selena watches them do their work and then she looks down at Bucky. An interesting looking bird. It looks like a turkey I caught out here. Oh, I remember chopping, chopping his head off. Yes, yes, with this very axe. I really like chopping. And the feeling I get when I chop, oh, it's wonderful. She started to get an excited energy inside her when she looked at Bucky and the rest of the group. You get to have so much fun chopping. And all I do is watch. I want to chop something. Maybe I should chop that bird. Or maybe that mossy creature. It is time to chop. Chopping, chopping, chopping. I love chopping. She yelled and then ran towards Azor and swung her axe. Azor sensed her coming and sidestepped her, and the axe struck the log he was working on. Selina pulled it out quickly and swung it at Azor again. This time he blocked it with his own axe. Emily and Steve, grab the horses and come back as quickly as possible. Selina continued her wild swinging of her axe, and Azor continued to block or avoid the swipes at him. Then she swung with all her power she had in her thin body and split Azor's axe in half. Her axe stuck into the ground a few inches from his foot. With a quick thought, he took the end of his axe and struck her in the back of the neck and head as she was bent over. The blow knocked her to the ground in an unconscious state. Steve and Emily were running with three horses. Azor grabbed Bucky and handed him to Emily and then mounted the horse with no rider. Let's go before she comes to the horse galloped past the small house toward the mountain. Boy, that was close. That lady's crazy. We gotta find those thieves now. But how are we gonna find them? We don't even know where they went. Azor was scanning ahead. He could see a few miles ahead of them. I think they are headed to the same place we are. Wow, you can see that far ahead? Yes. I have very good vision, is which is why I am a guide in these lands. If we keep a good pace, I think we can catch them tonight when they stop to rest. 
They continued to ride throughout the daylight at a good speed, with wind blowing through their hair and faces. When nightfall had come, they caught up to Clinton and his gang. They found a place among the trees at a distance to keep the gang from spotting them. They came up with a plan. After Clinton and his gang would go to sleep, they would sneak up and grab their items back and head out quietly. They decided Emily would be the one to grab the items. She was very quiet on her feet. With Azar's eyesight, he could see when they had been sleeping for quite a bit. They sent Emily into the campsite. After some time of looking, she spotted the bag and made her way into the campsite, staying away from the fire and the gang as much as possible. She grabbed the bag and quietly crept toward the edge of the trees. That's when she tripped over a log. Clinton started awake as Emily picked up her speed to the horses. Wake up! Clinton yelled. We have a thief! The others got up as quick as they could. Emily jumped out of her horse and the group took off. Thorin was the first to his horse and the others followed as they chased after Azor and the kids. The chase continued with Clinton and his gang slowly gaining on him. They finally made it to the glass valley and were charging toward the elevator up to the bridge. And that is when they found the entire salt army blocking their path with Marley in front. Whoa! Azor yelled and their horses stopped just a few yards from the soldiers. Clinton and his goons were right behind, stopping the horses. What is the meaning of this? said Marley. This concludes Chapter 8, Thieves, from The Train from Nowhere Story. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast. Please leave us a review, and as always, continue to listen to our next episode.